I had a dollar for every time someone asked me what I do to stay consistent on some behavior that I is really important to me or my life or my, my business, I'd be a very rich man. Now, I think if we back into today's topic for the micro show, that's really what I want to get at. I want to get at how do we master consistency? How do we stay focused when inspiration runs dry? It turns out that consistency is the heartbeat of mastery. I'll say that again. Consistency is the heartbeat of mastery. And as artists or entrepreneurs, creators, our journey is not always filled with really explosive moments of inspiration or, or massive epiphanies, right? There are actually a lot more days, sometimes weeks and months when ideas just don't flow. It's sort of like waiting for a bus that, that never shows up, right? Endlessly hoping for a glimpse of movement on the horizon, hoping that something's going to happen and nothing does. Well, guess what? It's during these times, these difficult times where we're waiting for the bus, we're seeing, we're hoping to see movement on the horizon, that consistency actually matters the most. And it's not a stretch, right? But just remembering, just the very act of acknowledging that there are long periods of time where we do not see forward progress, that stops most people. Therefore, if you can continue on in the face specifically of uncertainty, because that's what we're really talking about, right? When you don't know if the bus is coming or you can't see the movement on the horizon, it's all about consistency in these times specifically. Why? Why does cultivating consistency matter most? Because this is the silent force that transforms average into excellence. It is the continuation. It is the keeping going. When we persist, even when our mind is a barren wasteland, we are building an internal muscle. We're building a muscle of resilience, of discipline, of character, and of caring about the outcomes that we seek. With each day that we show up, with the process that we're living in, we tell ourselves, hey, yo, it's okay, we got this. And this, this self-talk, this understanding where we are in the process and what we are willing to do to live this process and to attain the destination that we're seeking, this is where the magic happens right? It's in the self-talk. Hey, we got this. I know I'm showing up for this again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. It's not even a question. This is where the magic happens. So in today's episode, I wanted to give you four ways that are going to help you stay focused to keep producing even when it feels like you've hit a wall. Number one is not a surprise, but you'd be surprised at how few people take me up on this. Create some sort of a routine around the thing that you want to be great at, right? the thing you want to be consistent at. Create a routine. Establishing this routine turns out to be a game changer when you study social psychology or the, the science of pursuing goals and habits. Establishing a routine is a game changer. Think of it as a secret weapon that unlocks your potential. Routine equals unlocked potential, even when creative inspiration, I would say, especially when creative inspiration runs dry, right? A routine is the structure that allows your creative energy to flow in a way that you're not actually thinking about where am I in this process? How far? 
if you have a structure, the creative energy will be there because you've decided in advance that it will be so. Now, routines are going to be very different from person to person. The goal of today's show is not to give you very specific things about what your routine ought to be, but rather a few considerations, a few guidelines, if you will. Now, if your daily routine is to write 500 words in the morning, your habit is to sit and write, even if the words don't make any sense. So let's say, what are some considerations for such a routine? Set aside a specific time each day that you dedicate to your craft. This could be a great part of that routine. Doesn't matter if it's early morning or lunch break at work or late night after the kids have gone to sleep or whatever. Choose a time that works best and stick to it. By consistently dedicating time to your creative pursuits, building a business, building a life, you know, transforming your body, whatever it is you're committed to, in consistently dedicating this time, you can create a sacred space where these attributes, the work that you put in can flourish. Also consider designating a physical space for your activity. This might not be true, but it might be true as generically somewhere on your commute. If you get to commute via train or bus, for example, it could be a corner of your home, a coffee shop, a, a peaceful park. Again, I don't know what your what habit you're trying to build, what you're trying to be consistent around, but having some sort of space can be a visual cue to your body like, hey, when we're here, we do these things. Ideally, this is free from distractions, but do not let not having the perfect space be a barrier between you and establishing some space. And whatever it is, consistently practicing your craft, it trains your mind to generate ideas more easily, more regularly, whether this is time, whether this is space, or ideally if both, these things can help you under overcome the hurdles of inspiration that may or may not come your way. And again, a little bit of structure, the more ideas, the better your artistic skills, the better your business skills, the better whatever it is you're trying to create consistency around will be. Try and get both those things, mental space, mental time, physical space, but take what you can get. That's number one. Number two, embrace challenges. Now, the word challenge is a loaded word, but hear me out. Sometimes lack of ideas, of creative ideas can stem from a fear of trying new things or stepping outside your comfort zone, right? We all have fear, right? But to overcome this fear, what if we decided to embrace some challenges and push ourselves to explore new areas of creativity? And I, I've got a specific way I want you to think about this. I want you to think about it through creative challenges that are out there in the world. I've got a handful of things I want to point you at. Many of these are already things that you can join today, right now, wherever you sit, that can start to ignite these creative ideas that are dormant, right? This, this lack of ideas, this dirt that you might be suffering from. There are things out there whose specific job it is to get you through these hurdles. A couple of really cool ones. One is the 100-day project. Now, if you went to the 100thenumberdayproject.org, a couple of friends of mine have established this thing. This is where you can choose a creative project and commit to doing it and then also sharing your work every day for 100 days. Now, if you're looking to build consistency and a creative habit, this is a game changer. This is an amazing way to overcome what, you know, you may be stuck. 
this particular challenge, this 100 day project is so cool and so powerful. Creative Lab also has a couple challenges that are interesting, right? The first one is called the Creative Photography Challenge. This is 30 days of creative prompts that you can use to experiment with your camera. There's no need to get fancy. Any camera will do. It is a really interesting thing that you press a button, you get some prompts, and you can do this with an ongoing community of thousands of people from all over the world. It's a really fun one. There's another one at Creative Live called 28 to Make. This is 28 days of different creative prompts, and this covers lots of ground, right? This is from drawing to poetry, exploring sound, doodles. It's really, really interesting. Lastly, Twitter, and now I guess we can call it X, also has some really great creative communities discussing ideas and experiments, right? For example, if you're exploring generative AI, there are all sorts of prompts with themes that you can explore simply by searching the hashtag. In this case, I'm thinking of the hashtag midjourney. That's, you know, again, generative AI, but simply searching other hashtags could also lead you to other interesting creative communities that are discussing ideas and generating thought experiments or experiments that you can actually undertake. Number three, explore your surroundings. Now, I already mentioned the benefits of establishing a time and say a place to practice. But what if you incorporated some small changes into your everyday surroundings that might be great for a catalyst for creativity? Now, this could be changing your location, switching up your workspace, or even just taking a route that is different from the one that you normally take for your morning walk. Turns out that these tiny shifts can actually provide a fresh perspective, a spark even, for new ideas. I'm not one to turn down a visit to a local museum even if I'm stuck because I find that just a simple change in what I'm putting into my brain or a simple rearrangement of my desk even can work wonders. Now, that makes sense to all of us, right? This, these external things that we can um, see put in our field of view to change the way that we're seeing or feeling the world. But don't neglect your mental surroundings as well. Now, what do I mean by that? As I've often said, one of the dirtiest secrets is that the most groundbreaking inspirations often come from outside our immediate industry. So this can be not just the physical space around you, but also the intellectual and the emotional spaces that you inhabit. What about diving into a book from a genre that you've never explored? What about listening to a podcast from a field that is entirely unrelated to yours? To me, this is where many of my best ideas have come from completely different industries than the industry I might be working in. What if you struck up a conversation with someone from a different walk of life? Remember, folks like Andy Warhol, Stefan Sagmeister, they didn't limit themselves to their immediate surroundings. They looked beyond. They drew inspiration from very unconventional things, from unconventional places and people. And this contributes to the magic that they create. So while your physical environment is a piece of the puzzle, broadening your mental horizons as well, that can be a source of real game-changing gold. Dive deep, explore wide, and cultivate your creativity so that it soars. Number four, engage with an audience, a community. 
Now, whether these are people that follow you on social media or people who you aspire to learn from or be a part of their community, engaging with a community can be a powerful way to receive feedback, generate new ideas, especially during uninspired moments where you want to be consistent. One killer approach to this is to actually actively seek feedback, encourage others to share their thoughts by asking things like, what do you think I could do differently to make this better? Not, so what do you think? Get smart with your questions. Get smart in seeking feedback. Not only will you gain valuable insights from that feedback, but your community will likely feel connected to you because you've evolved, you've involved rather them in the process. That creates a, a, a feeling of connection and community and ultimately value, which is of great value when trying to build consistency. Try kickstarting discussions on relevant topics within your niche, right? Within your community, on social media, asking for feedback from uh, potentially unsolicited sources can be tricky. I will give you that, but it also can be a fun way to have somebody come out of left field and propose something you hadn't thought of. Now, I'm going to let you be the, your own guide on this one, but engaging with your community in real life, in digital life, in a way of asking for feedback and, and you know, by asking smart questions and in an open way, what I'm suggesting here is that you are curating or nudging your peers to get involved directly or indirectly in the work that you're doing, in the, in the, in the habit and the consistency that you're looking to build. That's number four. Number five, the last one that I've got before I've got a punchline to offer you is accepting imperfection. Now, we learned from our dear friend Brene Brown in her amazing work, The Gifts of Imperfection, that this not only is accepting imperfection valuable, but it's required, right? Let's acknowledge it. Not every idea is going to be a home run. Some work is not going to see the light of day. Some work is going to make you not feel good. Some work that you don't expect to get a great result will. And all of this is actually a natural part of the creative process. Consistency, especially in creating a living, a life, a career, that you want is about showing up. And sometimes it's about being consistent and willing to improve despite shortcomings. In fact, I think that is a critical thing that you ought to think about, right? Beginning to appreciate your efforts and the journey itself rather than just the end product is a key. Remember, perfect creations don't actually happen. And if they get close to perfect, they certainly did not likely happen on the first try. Most all great works have undergone so many revisions or there are thousands of practice versions prior to the one that you know and that we revere culturally. The point is, iteration is key. Experiment, make messes, make it ugly. Creativity thrives on curiosity, on exploration, on play. And don't therefore be afraid to venture into these uncharted territories. Try new techniques, try new approaches. And in doing so, accepting imperfection may be that blessing, may be the missing piece to the consistent habit that you want to develop as a creator. Again, consistency is 
a beautiful handshake with mastery. Now, here's the punchline. The key to consistency is not inspiration. It's not waiting. It's action. It's pen to paper. It's finger to trigger, hammer, nail, whatever it is. Something that will produce anything, whether that's garbage, absolute garbage, trash, or your best stuff. You do not know. But I do know that excuses about why you can't do something are not going to get you anywhere. Because you can If the idea of doing any of this already exhausts you, maybe you don't need consistency. Maybe you need to rest. But for the rest of us who aren't looking for rest right now and are looking to develop a habit, a creative habit that sticks, to develop a consistent way of being in the world, of showing up with our work, with our the creative life, with our personal life, whatever the thing, the consistent thing you're trying to build, this is how to do it. These five things, create a routine, embrace challenges, explore your surroundings, engage with your audience, accept imperfection, and take action, action over intellect. I hope today's micro show has given you a little food for thought. Until next time, I'm right here. I'm, I'm, I'm right here. I got your back. Now let's go. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive, positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing for this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.